Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 188, Afternoon Delight. In this week's episode, we're still in Red Dead mode. Woo! JFG Ash is a bit ill. Boo! JFG Alex loves racing, IRL and in VR. Yeah. Is that IVR? I guess. Yeah. There's news about how all publishers are douchebags. And finally, Pokemon is out, buddies. Woo! Woo! Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 188. My name is Alex and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend Ash. And Ash, what time do you call this? Just a little after lunchtime, a bit of afternoon delight, buddy. Fucking afternoon delight. I've just had to. I've just been to the rush to the shop because I didn't have my beer provisions in for the podcast yet, and uh, <laughs> got myself some tomato soup with some crusty bread, buddy. And now I'm nice. sat down. It's a it's a chilly, rainy autumnal afternoon, yeah, and we seem to be recording the podcast. How are things where you are? Outside. Yeah, yeah, pissing it down outside. Um, I'm I'm all kinds of ill at the moment, which is loads of fun. So yeah, I'm Yay. not at work. So I thought I'm gonna want to sleep later. So might as well get this out of the way now before the kids get home from school and shit. Um, I think this is the first podcast in the 188 that we've done after this. Obviously, that I'm not drinking alcohol. I just got a cup of tea. I mean, I you've had a good run, and you could always <laughs> drop a bit of whiskey in the gin that's, in there, buddy. That's true, I could, you know, make it a bit Irish-like. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, buddy, um, as always, feeling good on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sparkling <laughs> thoughts give me the hope to go on. So, yeah, it's, um, it's not been a great week for me. Most of it's like the kids were ill. Um, the beginning of, uh, after last pod, uh, like my youngest went to nursery on Friday she had to come home because she was ill then the missus was ill over the weekend I'm like sweet I'm looking forward to you getting this you know what's this. coming yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah like woke up Monday morning I was just like no I just, just no not happening so that's um, it's been good for me so I've just been lying on the sofa with um, a toddler running around um, and I've just been playing Red Dead pretty much a week so that, <laughs> nice. that's been nice video games wise um health wise not great um yeah so illness sucks balls as as everyone knows um apart from that buddy a few things happened this week um my second daughter so i don't know my oldest daughter then i guess the middle child um decided to knock over her apple juice and spill it all into my computer, which um, I was oh. happy about. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. Um, Fucking cleaned, hell. Cleaned it all out. I was like, well, just looked like it landed on the motherboard because the top of my PC case is like, uh, what's it? What's the thing with holes in it? Ah, oh, my brain. You know, <clears throat> like a mesh kind of thing. Right, yeah, space go. for the... For yeah. the outtake and the intake, yeah, for fans and shit. Um, yeah. So obviously the juice went in through the top, and the graphics card is horizontal, where the motherboard is vertical. 
So the graphics card took the full force of the apple juice. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Unfortunately. Um, That's so game think, over for that. I think that thing is toast, <coughs> uh, which is a shame. But luckily the PC is still working. Uh, I'm using it right now. Uh, I'm not in the kitchen as well. I'm at my desk, which is... This is really nice. It's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, a lot change. better than usual, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad that I didn't upgrade my graphics card earlier in the year like I was thinking of doing. Well, you, yeah, you were looking at 1070s about yeah. six months ago, and that that thing would be dead now. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that that's been, probably a bit of a blessing. That would have been ball bags. Um, what else happened? Fireworks happened. That yeah. Gunpowdered treason and plot and what have you with Guy Fawkes. He's about, well... He's dead. He's um, fucking dead, and we're all celebrating. Yeah, happy death day to you. So yep. I guess we'll celebrate with blowing up fireworks and shit. Yeah, had that, had had some beers and stuff. It was good. Had lots of fun. Um, this was the first year that all three of my kids really enjoyed it, which was good. I didn't have to sit inside and be like, yep, there's fireworks going off out there, and I'm not watching them. <laughs> kind of <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was cool. And then finally, buddy, I've been fucking about with the Switch um, this week. Um, just because uh, RetroArc had its official release uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think I reported on it. Uh, meaning there's loads of like emulators on there. So I've got that up and running. Um, in the meantime, I upgraded my um, SXOS uh, to the latest beta version, which is like 2.21. Uh, and this allows you to have a thing called... It's not technically um, EMU-NAD or NAND even, which is like an emulation of it, which is what loads of consoles and things have used previously to get the latest firmware without upgrading your own kind of thing. This is like... Right, yeah. This is... Uh, it, it splits the base... Um, like hard drive capacity into sections or however much you want. I gave it like 20 gigs... And it means you can run that separate to your original firmware. So I've so upgraded kind of like that. Rooting a phone sort of thing where you can kind of have a, a lot more power over what you use your disk space for and so on rather than uh, not, being stuck. Yeah, not really. Not not really the same thing because obviously with that, it, it just means you can go to fucking town with it in a way. With this, it just means that you've you've got a separate um, operating system on there. You've got two on there. Obviously, both of them are the... The Switch, um, whatever Nintendo's um, firmware is, but it means that you can upgrade the MU NAND uh, to the latest one whilst keeping your original one at your base. Oh, whatever. okay. So like dual booting. So then. Right. yeah, yeah, pretty much dual booting. So yeah, okay. I've I've, uh, I've installed that and I've got um, the latest firmware on there, which is nice. Which means I can back up all my latest games on there. Yeah, which is handy and play Important. play my latest backups. Um, <coughs> Which has been cool. Also, that's allowed me to um, dig out an old like 500 gig hard drive and put all my backups on there as well. Yeah, uh, which is handy. So I don't nice. have to rely on my SD card because uh, that's only like 64 gigs or something, and that ran out pretty quickly. But yeah, so yeah, busy shit, week man. of uh, being ill and doing bits and bobs, buddy. So yeah, well, what about you, buddy? What you been up to, huh? Uh well, I've mainly been applying for lots of jobs. Um, obviously I've been Needs out must. of work for some time now, so uh, it's heading towards Christmas, which is fairly terrifying uh, from a financial point of view. So that's sort of taking up like a lot of my time, but lots and lots of fun at the weekend, buddy. I don't know if I mentioned last week. I think I did, 
but uh, for for firework night, we were going to Brands Hatch for the Ooh. truck racing finale, the last truck racing uh, meet of the season. Uh, not that I've ever been to truck racing before. It sounds like <laughs> I've been following <laughs> it all year or something. Um, <laughs> but I always love going to Brands Hatch. Gibbons. Um, so yeah, it was. It's it's been. It was so cool. Frankly, it was that they had. There's so much going on there, and I have to say, for value, um, last year we went to Leeds Castle, and I think it was £27 per ticket to, to for the Leeds Castle firework display. That's cheap enough. Um, which is like $33 or something, which is a, a fucking lot of money for, for a 15-minute firework display. Yeah. And yeah, they have stalls and so on, and there's, um, there's like a Birds of Prey display as well, because obviously Always Birds is. of Prey... Always, Always goes well. You've got to have that birds of fireworks. Prey. They just love it. Um, Falcons, huge fans of Catherine Wheels. So you kind of put them together. <laughs> but um, yeah, this, this this was 20 quid a ticket for the day. Uh, the, the gates opened at like 8 in the morning. We were there by sort of, I don't know, quarter past 10, something like that for the first race. Um, I think there were like 13 races throughout the day, including two different tiers of truck racing. Um, there was some pickup truck racing, which was really good because uh, <laughs> it's essentially a saloon car with a flatbed at the back that allows for a giant fucking roll cage. So you can really streamline those. And also because there's no weight at the, at the back, you can just throw the back out safe in the knowledge that all your power is at the front and you're just going to f- sort of fly out of the corner. So they were proper drifting around nice. druids. Um, and then there was some saloon car racing as well, uh, some classic cars, which were like sort of 1940s sort of Bugsy Malone mobiles with uh, roll cages <laughs> and shit in them. Uh, and also my personal highlight, the junior saloon, because uh, having been at Brands before and seen Janetta Juniors, one thing I know that makes for a good spectacle, buddy, is 14-year-olds driving like two-litre V8s around a racetrack <laughs> <laughs> tends, tends to... Uh, always work out well for the spectator that so yeah, yeah we saw lots of frills and spills and crashes um lots of like showboating from a lot of the drivers because they kind of knew it was like a sort of you know fun family event yeah, they yeah. Had so much stuff there there's like a massive like fun fair they had loads of um sim racing stuff there as well i was taking a look at some of the uh I think they're GTO Mega Wheels. I think they are. There's like a there, there were several trucks there with like project cars going on on Vive and Oculus with like proper rigs with the seats and everything. <laughs> awesome, um, absolutely amazing stuff there. Um, and it gave me a massive hankering to do some VR racing when I got home. So that'll be something that I talk about in a little while, buddy. Um, but yeah, like mega, mega great on food. Like they had all sorts of fucking hog roast stuff, fried chicken on an ice cream cone, buddy, if you fancy. Obviously. Obviously. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, and then it, culminating in every single truck that raced for the whole day going out with its full, you know, when you're driving down the motorway and you see them with their like all their LEDs and everything all around the back yeah. of their logos. So they parked the entire field of all of the um, racers around the whole of Brands Hatch and lit them all up. So the whole track was, from from the grandstand, it looked like uh, you were looking at a track image, like a 3D track image before a race or something, because you could see <laughs> the whole outline of yeah. the track in lights. It was, and then they had this whopping great firework display, which was definitely one of the best I've ever seen. Genuinely incredible firework display, like nice. really, really loud. And all of that for... <laughs> 
£20 for the whole day. That's what you want, so, buddy. No birds of prey there. It's fucking awesome. What a great day. Uh, the weather held as well. It was, it was like 14, 15 degrees and sunny all day, so it was like completely fine. Um, yeah, we just got like mildly pissed on like shit beers and uh, there's just observing the fucking yokels. There's a lot of like fucking buttfuck weirdos down there. <laughs> um, as you'll always find when you go to race events is you haven't seen anyone with a mullet for like years and then you go to a race event, buddy, and there they are. They were They're all there. there all along. They're there just they waiting. Yeah. So, nice. uh, yeah, a fucking awesome day. And uh, we'll definitely be back to that again. And, and anyone anyone down in the southeast looking for a firework display to go to, fucking obviously that one is the one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, finished it off on the way home. We uh, stopped off at this place called Seven Hotel Diner, which is like a, a crap British take on a 50s American diner with all nice. that. Yeah, like with the... the the booths and the sort of halves of cars and everything probably a complete joke to anyone uh, from the states who's used to those properly but it was decent actually had like a massive burger and the the actual like meat wasn't like the absolute best but the, the fillings were like insane it was one of these burgers that you just literally can't even pick up yeah so uh, nice which i like i like that so yeah, it was decent shit. Uh, other than that, buddy, I've just been playing like a lot of games. As I said, doing my job stuff. Um, haven't really done anything else. So uh, unless you've got anything else, uh, just to let you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna upset you by asking you what you're drinking. Obviously, I already know. Uh, but I'm on the pint cans of Cronenberg. That's what you want to be um, doing at near. Yeah, it's just coming up to two o'clock in the it's afternoon. Ten to two. Yeah. Uh, it was important that I got that soup and bread in before we started recording. Obviously. buddy. otherwise. Uh, the missus will come home and I'll just be a complete state. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm all lined. I'm good. Feeling rigid and ready to talk about some video games. Nice. So let's go and do that. So do you want to kick things off, buddy? Um, obviously, we've both been playing Red Dead, so we uh, we could talk about that first, I suppose, seeing as it's kind of the the game of the moment. How have you been getting on? Obviously, you've probably put a little bit more time in than you were expecting to be able to, having yeah. been off. Yeah, which has been nice. I haven't used that time very effectively. I've just been moseying about and fucking <laughs> doing shit. But yeah, it's a for moseying me, game. That, yeah, that's what this game's all about. Yeah, I'm uh, currently sitting on about like 43% completion or something like that. I've moved to Chapter 3, I think I'm on now. Uh, so I'm down to Rhodes, is it, down there? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. What do you want to talk about? I mean, really, this game's awesome. Uh, it's a lovely change of pace to a lot of games that I've been playing recently. Uh, I've managed to upgrade my camp now, so I've got uh, a sh- small bit of fast travel, which is kind of cool. So from base camp, you can travel to various places uh, on the map, various cities or villages or whatever. And then from there, I either take a stagecoach or... You know, a train to the closest destination and then get on my horse from there. It's, uh, I was not complaining, but a lot of complaints really about this game is, um, it's really slow and getting from A to B takes forever. But if you just think about it, you can quite easily traverse that map pretty speedily, really, to be honest. I think as well, it, it, it's got to be like that. Like, it wouldn't work as a Western if you could just need to speed it and teleport to See, every single mission. I was mission. thinking that, and I'm like, I, I totally agree with that, but once again, video games, buddy. Just saying. No, like, but this what, isn't what? a mechanics problem. This is a mood problem. It's supposed to be presenting you with this vast, like, 
untouched landscape, and if you're never even going to see any of it, yeah. it, it has it has to make you take expeditions. That's like yeah, I part think... of being a cowboy is 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 riding for a, a, a set period of time between places, and the sun coming up and the sun going down, and setting up camp by the roadside and everything. Like I think that the the pace of it, how how slow it is in comparison to a lot of other games and that goes for the like amount of of stuff to do as well like i'm not saying there isn't enough but it's very spread out and and kind of you only come across it at certain times i think it wouldn't work if i could just get everywhere straight away uh, it would detract from the game for me and uh, yeah i think I, I'm, that's I'm kind of important me as someone that's played this game a fair amount now like i really appreciate and love the fact that you know i have to go from here to here and then i have to think about okay i can only carry this amount of stuff and i I, you know if i had a situation where i had like uh some kind of i had a bear pelt uh, pelt on the back of me um horse and i was like oh i want to get this legendary fish now so i caught the legendary fish and i was like oh i can only take one thing back with me and i was like oh shit here we go what do i do conundrum and that's you know that's what would happen in that situation because that's the game and that would be a a situation you could be in in the wild west or whatever back in the day but i i I feel like they're 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 because it's a video game there's why why can't there be an option to be like i just want to get from here to here in an instant bam go um Obviously, there are things in place, which I said, which I've been utilising to get around the map if I need to get somewhere quickly just to do some mission or a side mission or anything like that. But I, I feel like when you're just free roaming, there, there should be an option to just get from A to B, um, either it costs money or whatever. or however, Because like in comparing it to like GTA, you can like call a cab. You get in the cab and then you can quickly cut seeing it. Obviously, you can't just call a cab in the Wild West. That, that'd be stupid. But just saying you could get on your horse and then, I don't know, it costs like so much food or something for the horse to get from A to B. Now, I, th- I think that during missions and stuff like that, I, I feel that's kind of where you do get that experience of, you know, um, riding your horse from A to B uh, a lot more. I just think, you know, why... Why not put that kind of thing in there, and people can utilize that if they want? I don't know. It's yeah. I'm. I'm I, I, I. You're totally like. We're coming from it from different angles. I think, and, and I think that a lot of people would definitely agree with you. It's probably like probably a more popular opinion than my one. Um, I just. I know. I'm still on your side of things. I'm just saying. Why? Why isn't like it? It, it could be there. Like, yeah, I no just I, I, I don't want it to be there though. I, yeah. I, I, I I would rather it wasn't there. I want I want to finish a mission out in the wilderness and have to ride my horse back for fifteen minutes. Um, because but it's, it's weird how in some missions it does that and some it doesn't. I it's no it doesn't like do it continuously. Like sometimes it's like like the guy asks you, oh, "Do you want to come back to camp?" It's like, "Yeah, all right." And then cutscene, you're back at camp. Like why? I don't know. Like because it, it doesn't stick to its guns. No, but it's it's pacing. I think. I think it's trying to. It, it's it's got a, a lengthy story that takes X amount of time, and I think they're trying. I think they've sat down and storyboarded it and gone. Okay, there's been a lot of like long distance riding at this point, so at the end of this mission, we should give people the okay. option to yeah, I go can, straight I can, back. I can it, it's trying to keep it moving that. along or not moving along too quickly. I yeah. think. I think it's trying to pace itself. Like as you say, uh, would it would it detract like from anything at all if you could just uh like teleport places for money um like if if you're in my kind of in my camp then just just don't use that um 
So I can kind of see where you're coming from there, but yeah, like, that I, is I don't want that in there. And I think no, that yeah. I think people should be made to to trot about and look yeah, yeah. at it. Um, I'm cool with so that. that's that's kind of it, it, the the way that this game has, has it treats its map and the, the mood that it creates. It's just fucking amazing, isn't it? Like it's made think, me want yeah. to go out into the wilderness. It made me want to learn how to ride a horse. Like it's it, it just honestly it's it's it creates this amazing feeling going around. I love this map. Um, the diversity in the map, um, and it doesn't feel like it takes too long to get from. Uh, say uh, a hustle bustle, you know, city to out in the, out sticks, in the sticks, like to yeah. the swamps, to like where the hillbillies are, <laughs> to like the the farming countries, up into the mountains. You know, I, I feel like it it's laid out really, really well, and yeah, the diversity of the the locations are absolutely incredible. Um, it's in- incredibly impressive what they've done there. It's it's just yeah it's fantastic. Uh, I I finished the campaign last night, um, so I've made it all the way through to the end of the story. Um, and um, pleased to report that obviously without spoiling anything, that there's plenty of stuff to do post game. Uh, I think everyone kind of already knew that. Um, but also one of the things that was kind of impressed me is that there's a fairly sizable chunk of the map that is at no point used during the story. Yeah, I was so, going to say, is it the full right-hand side? Sort of bottom bottom left. Oh, is it the um, bottom left that you can't see? Because I'm looking, uh, I've been doing a lot of the um, legendary hunting, like getting all the fish, getting all the whatever animals and stuff like that. Got myself a legendary beaver the other day, that was nice. Nice, like... That, yeah. <laughs> And um, so I, I just wanted to spoil the the whole map, but uh, when I was looking at the uh, legendary fish map that you get through a side mission, um, I don't think this is a spoiler. Um, if you want to catch the legendary fish, you need to do a side mission um, before you can actually catch them because there's there's a little mission that says, oh, look, there's a massive fish. And I was, so I spent two hours trying to catch it. I was like, this is bullshit. Went off elsewhere, and I met this dude, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a fish collector." I'm like, "That's weird." And, oh yeah, um, yeah. He's like, "Oh, you can buy these special laws now." It's like, oh, "Okay, that's why I couldn't catch the fucking fish." So that, like, it would have been nice to be told that. At yeah, that's the time. kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah, because because the NPC that you're with at the time, he just says, "Oh, you need some better bait." to catch them and, that, and then no, it, that's yeah, bullshit but then it could have had a tooltip pop up there where it's like you require special bait from another mission to do this yeah it's exactly done that in other because situations. then I was like oh I went to the bait shop and bought everything then I was like I tried everything I was like this isn't working I was like oh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway um, there's a little tip there if you want to catch a legendary fish um, go and do that side mission or just google it and do the side mission and then have at it from there it's really cool um I like how um, so you get the map of where they are, but then it doesn't specify where they are. So you have to go to that location and then like trot around a bit and try and find it. And then obviously it comes up saying, "Yeah, oh, this is a legendary fish location." And then you go out and it's cool. Yeah, but yeah, a, a lot of my time is just spent doing loads of side missions, helping out people on the side of the roads. Um, <laughs> the prisoner that I uh, help escaped. Um, he came back to me and he had his chains on again. He was like, oh, sorry about this, mate, again. Can you let me out? <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck it, why not? Go on then. 
But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how much. Um, how like I think I'm. I've done quite a lot of side stuff. My save game is. I think it's eighty nine and a half percent. It's on. Jesus. So um, I think I. Yeah, I've done a hell of a lot. Whether there's some stuff that I now can't do because of the way that the story went, I'm not sure. Yeah, I believe um, there are some missable side quests and stuff yeah, like that. So I'm probably not going to be able to hundred percent the thing, but that's okay. Um, the thing that's most impressed me about the game is the pacing of the story, and and that's that's not just a, a sort of track back to what we were just talking about with the yeah, fast yeah. traveling. It's the actual story itself. I think it, it's paced really well. the The action is is enough, but also the distractions are enough. The sort of the way that it goes off onto a, on a tangent, but then sort of comes back round. It's it's really good. Um, I have felt throughout the entire game that there is a slight shortage of things to do. Um, and that probably sounds mental, and maybe I'm completely wrong here. And I also know that they're tightrope walking between this sort of big open world game and also a, a, a perceived wilderness that they've tried to create. But walking around some of the bigger towns, I just don't think there's enough stuff. I don't think there are enough missions um, in terms of side missions and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It just feels a little bit bare bones occasionally to me. Um, I, yeah. I'm not complaining about a lack of content because I, I don't know how long <laughs> it's taken me to to finish off the campaign. But um, you know, I've I've chucked dozens of hours into this game. Um, but occasionally, I just I'm kind of looking at the map and there's there's you know 50 square miles and nothing in it, and I'm just like I realise this is supposed to be a sort of wilderness simulator, but. I could do with a, a few more camps to explore, a few more caves to explore, and and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, um, how there's a lot of extra stuff content-wise with the um, oh, what are they called the challenges and stuff like like the you know your survivalist, your hunting, your yeah yeah uh, horsemanship, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've started getting into some of that now. Um, yeah, so uh, there there are there there definitely has been situations where I've been like, I don't know what I I want to do right now. I don't want to go and do a mission. I don't really want to do any of these checklists. Uh, can't really be asked to go and scoot about and do bits and bobs. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a funny one. There there has been situations where I'm just like I. No, I don't want to do anything right now. Certainly um, in that major town, I just think there should be more to do there. It's it's oh what in the Sandini? Yeah, the, there I, should be more. To I do barely there. Like, go there to be honest. I, I'm I'm hoping that the storyline kind of takes you more into there. Yeah, I'm it, it does. It does. Yeah. You'll be there loads of the time. Yeah, um, but every time I'm there, I'm like for such a, like a hustle bustle place there's there's nothing there really to do and compared to a lot of uh, the other villages places or whatever everything's so spread out uh, like your yeah, saloons up there the post office all the way down there I'm like why would I go to that place if I want to hit up the barber and <laughs> do all my other yeah. shit yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean all in all uh, one thing I will say again this isn't a spoiler at all um, I was incredibly surprised by how much game there was left um when i got to a certain point and i presumed that it was basically the last mission or two um and then there were like 30 more so i was i was very surprised (laughs) by that um 
I loved the way that it wrapped up. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, and I don't know if we'd maybe do a mini spoiler cast at some point in the future. Um, because I think it's the sort of story that deserves it. The biggest problem that I have had with this game, um, and it's hard to decide how important this is, but I'll just go with it anyway. The biggest problem with Red Dead Redemption 2 is the fucking stealth mechanics. <laughs> I don't. Because it's always been an issue with Rockstar games. So. I know it has, but they've been working on this for a very long time, and the fact that it's always been a, a known, spoken about issue, and they still have done nothing about it, I find incredibly annoying. Because you've got, you've got um, like these perception cones on the map now, so you can kind of see where pe- where where guards and stuff are looking. But yeah. there's no consistency, like. I was doing a mission the other day where I had to sneak into a camp and pick something up. And there were maybe, I don't know, seven or eight dudes, a couple of them sitting by a fire, a couple of them patrolling and so on. There was no consistency as to when they spotted me. On one of my runs down the hill, I was completely in thick undergrowth and the dude just gets up from the fire and just fucking headshots me. Like, there's no (laughs) way he could see me. Another time, I literally ran, sprinted down the path beside the camp, and none of them saw me. Like, the cover to cover isn't consistent. Sometimes they'll see you, sometimes they won't. And I used this particular mission as an example of how inconsistent it is, because I basically created a new save and then ran that mission like 10 times, doing different things every time. Yeah. And, And doing each thing that I did the same twice. And constantly getting different results. Sometimes they'd clock me, sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes I'd be right behind them, and then suddenly they'd just spin round. Another time, and and this is a big problem as well, I I threw a, a stick of dynamite right over in the corner, miles away from me, threw a stick of dynamite like 50 yards from the camp, in the hope that all of them would run towards it. And, and like, every, oh, that? every single member of the camp waited for the explosion over there 50 yards away from me they all came running straight at my position behind a rock and they just all gunned fuck out of me and killed me uh, and that's that is not good enough man <laughs> no, like, it's what did not. they hear the dynamite whistling through the air like it's, yeah it's, they heard the trajectory of it and like, it's like, just not cool science like, says he's behind this rock the reason it's an issue is it wouldn't be an issue if you didn't have to use stealth or if stealth wasn't a major part of the game but there are there are dozens of missions where yeah. it wants you to stealth it and yet the stealth doesn't work properly you can never tell whether you're in cover or not you can never tell whether you're going to be seen or not or what people will hear you know like i dropped some ge- geezer with a bow on that camp mission we were 100 yards away from the camp next to a fucking waterfall and yeah. I'd done him, I headshotted him with the bow, and it, it was perfect shot. He fell into the water and disappeared over the waterfall. The whole camp heard. Like, they all came running. <laughs> Another time, I killed that dude with a shotgun, and no one came running. So <laughs> it's done on proximity rather than properly programmed. Yeah. And it's annoying. And I'd like to know if it's as annoying to other people. I get that it's always been a thing with Rockstar Games, but. I don't really think it's good enough. If you're going to plan, if you're going to have stealth missions as such an integral part of the game, stealth has to work as well as like the first splinter cell for fuck's sake. So that's my biggest qualm with it. Um, So much of the other stuff's brilliant. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Apart from that though. (laughs) Yeah. I just, it's important, you know, everyone's like, it's important to highlight problems. If there are that like the other thing, as I said before, how linear those campaign missions can be 
that's probably the other thing that I'm not so keen on. Yeah, it, how di- basically you know, the, they the way are. that it barks orders at you. Yeah, exactly. Get on horse, go to rock, you know, stuff like that. Where uh, it'd be nice if there was a little bit more sort of ambiguity there, so that you could kind of choose what you want to do. Yeah, and maybe true. maybe tackle missions in the way that you want to, um, rather than being told exactly what to do. But it's a design choice, and they're curating yeah. a story. And, and saying that, sometimes they do give you an option. Like uh, I was doing one earlier where uh, I was with Lenny. Uh, we had to raid something. Uh, and he was like, oh, do you want to send Lenny in to do a distraction or do you just want to shoot fuck out of him? Yeah. Kind of thing? yeah. And I can't really bark on about how um, I don't like it, how it's not so sort of freeform. And then also go on about how well I think they've like curated the pacing of the story because you can't really have the two things side by side very easily you yeah. need to you need to make the players do certain things to keep the story moving at the pace that you want it to and that's one of the reasons the game works so well so yeah um, givens just uh one more thing um i uh earlier uh i was just moseying in about at night time on my horse and i saw all these uh flames in some trees i was like oh something's going off over there one and investigated is a load of kkk having a little meeting <laughs> and um i was just sitting in the bushes and i thought oh no i'll just walk up and they're like hey, yeah 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 and then they uh set the uh, big cross on fire and some silly stuff happens which was funny uh ends up in uh, a bit of a fisty cuffs with the with the main guy uh obviously i laid the beat down and then uh picked him up and put him next to the burning cross and uh set him on fire Nice. <laughs> I did wonder if they actually talked to you if you walked straight up to them. I was hiding in a bush nearby and just plopped a stick of dynamite right in the centre of that circle. They all <laughs> killed all of them in one stick of dynamite. And then I thought, hang on, there might have been like a side mission or something. I could yeah. Have so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun how it lets you um, kill people. <laughs> yeah, just, it is. Um, the way I you had can one earlier. Passes by. Um, uh, I was in the swamp. Uh, I just went up to say, "Hey, guy." Was it? He was just having a little camp out, and he just was like, "Fucking get out of it!" I'm like, "All right." And then he just started shooting. So I was like, "Right, lasso, got ya." Picked yeah. him up, <laughs> chucked him next to an alligator, and I was like, just waited for like five minutes, waiting for the the alligator was just circling around him and around him. I was like, "I'll just leave him. I'm sure he'll disappear at some point." <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it is. It, there's so many things to do, and uh, it's just fantastic. It really is such a good game. It's a wonderful game, um, absolutely brilliant. And as I said, we'll probably do a little miniature spoiler cast, like a half hour thing or something yeah, at some man. point, Sounds good. where we can have a little chat about it. Yeah. Um, but for now, we should probably move on, buddy. So, uh, what have you been playing solo this week? Uh, well, not solo. I've been playing it with the kids, buddy. It's Ooh. a Super Mario Party, and if you've ever played any kind of Super Mario Party, it's that game. Uh, there's loads of mini games and. Yeah, there's loads of stuff to do. It's really fun. They've uh, used the old motion controllers in the um, Switch cons or whatever they're called. What are they called? Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons. Yeah. Uh, Pretty well with, like, you know, different kind of things to do. There is, like, um, one really, uh, I don't know, like, fun little mini game. It's a baseball one. And it's displayed as, like, um, do you remember, like, Scrimble Scramble kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it kind of looks like that. So um, it's like a, a, a 3D board game kind of thing that's sitting there in a, a, a triangle, uh, not triangle, in a, like a, in, a, in a square, like a whatever it's called, a diamond. There you go. And um, 
Yeah, every bit of it's like um, a movable mechanical thing, which is really weird. So, like, the pitching is like a pinball machine kind of thing where you pull it back and let go, it flings the ball, and then you hit it, and you have to get it into, like, one of three areas at the back. And one of the players on the other team has control of three, like, catching, not mitts, but, like, areas, and you have to try and hit past them. I don't know. It was really stupid. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Sounds really cool. So like a sort of scribble scramble gauntlet type. Yeah, thing, it, 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 it's past. it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's Super Mario Party. There's not much more to say about it. It's it's loads of fun, loads of mini games. Like uh, the kids love it. So yeah, Super Mario Party, mate, is what it is. Yeah, nice man. And then apart from that, obviously, I've been playing a load of um, retro games, um, emulation style. Um, I ended up getting a, a mass load of SNES ROMs. Uh, backed up that I have and um, got them running so yeah I've been playing uh, some super off-road with the kids they were like what is this and then after like five minutes they were like this is amazing I'm like yeah it is amazing that's a timeless game man like yeah that's that's such a good fucking game I love that thing and then on the back of that we played uh, some uh, micro machines the original one Uh, They didn't like it because they couldn't see where they were meant to be going. I'm like, that's that's the joy of it. You just don't know. Yeah, I, I think that that's that's a harder one to go back to for that exact reason. I think even yeah. when I first got that game when I was little, that annoyed me. But you kind of got yeah. used to it and realised it yeah. was kind of a mechanic. But yeah. at this point, it's like, for fuck's sake, why can't I see like four <laughs> feet in front of yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. And it is it is incredibly like minuscule and what like what area you can see. I uh, played some Super Mario World with kids as well. That was cool. Uh, obviously, classic game. We don't really need to talk about that. And um, Three Ninjas Kickback, I think it was called. Because um, my daughter loves the Three Ninja films like from back in the 90s. Because uh, I think they were on Netflix and she watched it. She was like, ah! And then when she saw there was a game, she needed to fucking... Um, she had to play it. So we were playing that and it is terrible. It's an awful, awful game. <laughs> don't play it. <laughs> I mean, it's really old now. And why would you play it unless you literally just watched the three nin- one of the three ninjas films? But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's always it's, it's it runs really well. Like the emulation on the, on the Switch is amazing, and obviously you can play it in portable mode as well. It's it's a fantastic piece of kit for um, homebrew and emulation, buddy. I would say it's, absolutely, it's and yeah, and t- to be playing that sort of classic stuff retro stuff as well with the kids like that's basically the whole point of that console isn't it yeah really? and uh the fact that i've got my snes uh whatever it is the the 8 bit dose snes like pro controller yeah um, just adds that little bit of extra nostalgia there bunny and that mario lovely. party you can use a single joy con for that can't you as well so you yeah yeah the- and so with, with mario party yeah because we've got um two two sets or whatever it is so everyone can get involved on like the four player action there which is nice Cool. cool. Very yeah, nice. man. So yeah, go. That's that's my weekend games, buddy. Not not massive. Like a couple of new new things in there, but nothing really to report on on my end of it. Um, what about you, buddy? What you been uh, What you been playing? Uh, okay, well, I got stuck into a couple of the the uh, PS Plus games uh, from this week. I've I've downloaded Bulletstorm and y- Yakuza. I just haven't played them yet, so I'll probably have okay. a, a few words to say about that next week. Um, but what I have played is the crossplay titles, so uh, Burly Men at Sea and Roundabout. Uh, <laughs> so, right, go on then. Uh, Burly Men at Sea is like a. Uh, there was a. There used to be a website called Original, 
um, which was a series of little tiny, um, really beautifully crafted uh, flash games. And the art style is kind of reminiscent here as well. It's it's there's not not a lot in the way of mechanics. It's like a storybook, really. It's like a kid's storybook. Um, you'll you know maybe you're in an environment and you need to. It's it's sort of two D side scrolling, but uh, you never really act, actually control the characters. So there's there's like three brothers and they're like burly men, um, and it's written kind of like a storybook. You've got like a sort of a, a cautious one and uh, uh, like one that was sort of quick to jump to conclusions and so on. Um, and they just have various dialogue and it's just this adventure that they have in their little sailboat. Um, but you'll have ways to control the ar- arena. So you're maybe on a big long pier. You can only see sort of a porthole sized bit of it and you'll hold the right stick to move the level along so you can see some more of it and then open up more options to you a lot of it's just like click on a dude um oh now we're inside a whale um you know like it's (laughs) it's just it's like a kid's storybook but it's really beautifully crafted the biggest problem with it and i think this was a vita game originally and therefore probably touchscreen yeah Um, yeah. but the one of the biggest mechanics in the game is is literally you have a cursor which you need to move around the screen to click on various things this is a, a fairly, uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's an early Unity game, but it's, it doesn't feel very <laughs> optimized. Um, and the scrolling is, is annoying. Like it doesn't smooth scroll very well and I'm constantly overshooting. Um, I think I'm pretty precise with an analog stick as someone who plays way too many games. Um, and I found it to be a bit of an issue. So it's kind of annoying. Like, there's only maybe two or three mechanics here, and one of them doesn't really work <laughs> for me. That's on... not boding well for the game. It, no, it, it's a problem. It? Um, a, a, a problem that you probably get used to. Although I don't think the game's very long. Um, I think I've got half the um, trophies already. In fact, I saw that the platinum trophy has um, a 43% attainment wow. rate. So That's impressive. I'm going to go ahead and say this is not a very long game whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's worth having a look. Uh, certainly if you've got kids, I think that they'd really like it um, because it's got that sort of... It's got that old school sort of picture book kind of kid's tale about it that from, okay. from books that I remember reading when I was like five. Um, <laughs> it's very sort of certificate you and it's just a lot of fun, but it's also quite funny. And the, that sort of is always helpful for adults playing something with kids because uh, it keeps them kind of entertained. So yeah, um, worth a look. Uh, very small download as well, but uh, yeah, that scrolling, that scrolling is annoying. The other one, <laughs> uh, Roundabout. Don't know if do you remember this coming out. This game, uh, I think it was near launch of the console that it came out. Do you remember anything about this? No, it doesn't ring any bells whatsoever. Okay, so this is uh, this is top-down crazy taxi. But you're in a limo that is constantly oh, yeah, rotating. Yes, I do remember it now. Yeah, yeah. And okay. all of the fares that you pick up are uh, live-action video FMVs. Of course <laughs> so they are. With terrible, like, really low-budget actors or like the kids of the developer or whatever, but in a really funny way. Like, it's <laughs> really shit, but it's supposed to be really shit, and it works. Um. But yeah, the, the 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 bottom line here is this is kind of like a sort of mobile game, really, where yeah, you sort of top down sort of two and a half D environment, 
and you're in a spinning limo which you have to navigate between trees if you could go around a roundabout it is spinning at all times you can't stop it um but you can get uh, power-ups that let you change the direction of the rotation um <laughs> it's really addictive if i'm honest um and the cutscenes are very funny uh and these two things combined like it's a it's a very simple mechanic that's just done really well and it means that a lot of these sort of uh ps plus just chuck in crossplay titles and so on that you normally play for i usually play for like half an hour and i'm like no i'm done with this no, and delete that's it. fucked yeah. that did not happen with this i was playing this for over an hour and i'm looking forward to playing it again um so yeah nice. it's uh it's a good fun little puzzler because it really is a puzzler rather than a driving game because you're yeah i was gonna say because it's time all your about, movement yeah. it's uh it's cool so yeah uh, i'll have some talk on bullet storm and yakuza next week but uh, as I said before, buddy, the other thing that I've been playing a fair bit of is some VR racing. It's been a little while since I'd done that. I'd been playing a lot of GT Sport outside of VR because the, the VR element is time trials only, essentially. Yeah. Um, and went to play GT Sport VR and found that it, there was an update. That update, by the way, was 10 new cars and the Barcelona Grand Prix circuit. So oh, this nice. this thing just keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really couldn't recommend GT Sport enough. It's fucking fantastic, uh, uh, especially, as I said before, if you haven't got a wheel. But it's good on a wheel as well. Um, there's so much content here now. They just keep chucking more and more at you, and it's all free. So it's it, it's um, some of the cars are, are priced very highly, and you would probably have to grind for credits to get them. Um, but all of the track content and all of the sort of base cars and everything, it's all there for free for you. Um well worth a go and Catalunya is a great circuit and it's really fun to drive like a VW camper van around it but um, <laughs> there we go uh, so yeah that was still downloading so you know that fucking thing that PlayStation does where it downloads the, the file and yeah. then copies it Cashes forever it copies it and then yeah awesome so annoying um, yeah it is dumb as fuck so I thought oh well I've got the wheel out I've got the VR out I need to play something and uh, I'd completely forgotten that I had Drive Club VR um, <laughs> so I thought I'd fire that up and oh, I had such a good time on Drive Club VR and I'd nice. also forgotten that it is it's the whole game so it's got multiplayer I was playing multiplayer races um, in VR in, that's in VR. cool it's yeah. fun man um, some of those circuits are really good and graphically you know it's not the best because it, it's doing so much um, with the hardware, but uh, you get used to it very, very quickly indeed. And there's a couple of cars on there I found um, that are just so much fun. Basically, in VR, anything that's open topped is fucking fantastic. It just it's just really exci- it's like an extra level of excitement when you haven't got the car all built around you and you just got your head poking out the top because you yeah. can see all of the 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 inclines and the camber shifts and everything um and it also does you a lemon when you're drifting as well <laughs> but yeah there's so much content in drive club vr like it's 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 got it's got all of the circuits that drive club had and and some additions but also it's got those like the scottish um town tracks in there yeah, yeah. um and a, a whole career of events completely separate from the original drive club so there's you know like 250 races and and time trials and drift trials and so on here. Um, Full grids of cars, and I said the online as well. So very impressive um, and really fun. So yeah, played that for a bit, buddy, and then moved over to GT Sport, uh, which uh, in terms of features, far less, but graphically better and 
the way that the cars drive, I, I prefer on Gran Turismo Sport. So I put in a few laps around Brands Hatch um, in various different cars. And as I said, with the open top thing, uh, there's a uh, sort of Red Bull Junior um, Grand Prix car on there, which I've just, just been putting through its paces around loads of different tracks. And I have to say, like VR around Catalonia and around the Nürburgring Nordschleife, so fucking brilliant. Like, so immersive. You completely forget that you're playing a game. It, you genuinely do. It does It does a good enough job to convince you that you are driving a car and all you're really thinking about is your lines and your braking zones and looking at apexes around the corners and stuff ra- mm. like rather than being in that static position. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking joy. And I, I think mo- I'd probably speak for most uh, PSVR owners when I say that they've probably used their headset less than they were expecting to, mainly due to a lack of sort of AAA content. Um, and also a big problem for me is the fact that I don't have anyone to play VR with really on a regular basis. Like if 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 you and, and like friend of the podcast Paul had PSVR, I suspect that we would be playing fucking Wipeout and Drive Club and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because I'm playing on my own, and often playing on my own in a in a two room flat with the misses, I just <laughs> it, it, it's not something that I can do for any sort of length of time. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's kind of the the big problem. So I think I think if if anyone does pick this up in our sort of group of mates, then it'll probably be a bit of a resurgence. But uh, certainly, yeah, it's for racing. And, and as I said, I didn't I haven't even got to dirt rally, um, but. That one's probably the best one of the three, but uh, <laughs> it's just fucking great. Absolutely great. Nice, buddy. Well, it sounds like you've had a, a fucking lovely time in VR this week. A Gibbons, yeah. Well, I got a hankering because obviously on the PC, Project Cars 2 has VR and they were playing it in those uh, simulators at Brands. Um, that's obviously the big step up, but it's so expensive. You know, you'd need... 1500 quid PC before you even picked yeah, up exactly. a Vive or an Oculus and then you yeah. need the wheel and, and everything so yeah big times but yeah fucking great PSVR is so cool uh, I don't care what anyone <laughs> says or how little coverage it gets on like games media sites and so on um, regardless of the amount of software available that's compelling for any length of time it's so cool <laughs> like it's everything I dreamed of when I was a little kid um, and I've I've never for a second regretted that purchase Nice. So yeah, that's me, buddy. Unless you've got anything else, we should probably move on because I've been rambling away for fucking ages. <laughs> and now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. Fucking news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang. Uh, Bethesda. Let's talk Bethesda. Uh, in typical shoddy game engine fashion, um, they've become synonymous with bugs, glitches, and shoddy game engine at this point. And the fact that they've been using the same engine since, what, was it before Oblivion? Yeah, God, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, um, I think they are an amazing games creator who've pulled it out of the bag more often than not and created these amazing games. I also think that they have been dining off old technology for far too long. And as they keep doing that, stuff like this happens more and more. Um, Oh, yeah. So this is Fallout 76. You'll be aware that uh, the 
beta is on at the moment uh, on all platforms. Uh, you have to pre-order the game to get onto the beta. Um, so it's not a beta then, is it? Let's be honest. Um, no. Either way, uh, <laughs> a lot of old Bethesda games, and by old I mean all of them, including the new <laughs> ones because they all use the same tech. Um, yeah. There's a known bug where they'd tied speed of movement into frame rate. Uh, and this wasn't an issue because they locked the frame rates in their games, even on PC. But if you if you could negate that, if you could get that frame rate up, then you'd be able to move faster. And it was kind of game-breaking. Um, well, it appears that that is exactly what's happened with Fallout 76. Um, well done. Some cheeky hackers have found that by changing a couple of lines of code, you can disable V-Sync entirely. Um, which lets you run the game really, really fast, and therefore you can run about really, really fast. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, if you can force the frame rate up, you can run at the speed of light, fire off your weapons, even weapons designed to have a slow fire rate, almost with like a sort of turbo button feature where, you know, because the game's running so quickly, you can just, yeah, destroy everything. Um, Bethesda says that they are aware of the bug, but it won't be fixed until the game launches. And uh, the game only has public lobbies at the moment, so all nah. of the people on the beaters are finding that every lobby they join, there's some fucker in there running about at the speed of light and murdering everyone instantly. And there's Sounds no like private fun. options, so no, obviously, <laughs> nor, nor can they go offline. Um, which I, I'll stop short of saying that makes the beta completely fucking pointless for anyone who like forked out the pre-order. Um, but it's not great, is it? It's pretty embarrassing as well that, you know... Like, we're not even talking about third-party software here to break the game. Like, it not even needed, like, cheats or hacks or, or yeah. bots or anything here. This is literally, like, a huge proportion of people are able to just make this change. Yeah, and absolutely. Fucking fuck destroy the game the completely. Game. I mean, the fact that it's it's been... In there previously, I think that makes it even more of a joke. Yeah, this was in Skyrim, um, this was in Oblivion as yeah. well, like, meant to patch it out. But then you could say, oh, well, that's what a bait is for, buddy. But, I mean, really, they should have known that with this issue. It's just surely. It, I think embarrassing is the word, isn't it? Like, with, yes, some, with something like this, it's like, well, come on. Like, this is, surely, surely you know about this by now. But no, apparently not. So yeah, yeah ha- happy pre-order, everyone. Um, yeah, enjoy. Other than that, that, that game does look a lot of fun, playing together with friends. Yeah, I, I haven't watched any gameplay footage of it, um, mainly because I'm just playing Red Dead, but I, I don't know, I'm still not sure. I need to see a full in-depth like video or something about that game that will show me, okay, yeah, that actually is going to be a hell of a lot of fun, not just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what that game is. I just don't know. It's just it's just Fallout, but with a friend. Um, there's there's missions and so on, just like Fallout, except yeah. you're with a friend. There's base building, just like Fallout, but with you're with a friend. Um, whether you, you thought that um, Bethesda games ever actually had any real pacing, it, I, I would say they probably don't. But at the same time, <laughs> um, the way that you do stuff and it's your world and everything. I don't know how well that's going to work with friends. I think that the novelty is going to wear off and you're going to start getting annoyed at people, I think. That could easily happen uh, when you're playing that with other people. 
Well, it's like a, a lot of the time, like bringing it back to like Minecraft. Obviously, that's a game that we played a lot with friends, uh, and it has building mechanics and crap in it. Um, and what we'd be doing, we'd be building something together, then we'd split off and do something on our own, then we'd come back and do something together. I mean, I, I guess it, if if it's something like that, then yeah, it, it could be a lot of fun. But I I, I don't know. I just I just want to know what's in this game that there's to do. I don't know. I guess it just means that I have to look into this game a bit more. That's yeah, it. I mean, there's plenty. Obviously, like it's it's one of the most streamed games at the moment, and uh, there's videos of it all over the place. I've been watching the yeah. Yogs uh, play through it a little bit. Um, and yeah, to me, it, it's just Fallout 4, but you can play it with other people. Obviously, that's yeah. a massive thing. Um, but... It feels a little tax on to me, and I wonder if the novelty would wear off relatively yeah, quickly. No. Um, yeah. Having said that, uh, the thing I'm most excited for right now is Red Dead Online. So, oh, definitely, yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about, perhaps, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, we move on to number two, uh, which is uh, the obvious thing that was always going to happen: Treyarch and Activision um, has patched in a horde of microtransactions to Black Ops Four. Uh, because that's the new policy, isn't it? Release it, get it reviewed, and then chuck in all the anti-consumer stuff afterwards when it's too late to bring it to the attention of anyone reading reviews. Um, I bloody love it. Yeah, good stuff. Um, all items are cosmetic, buddy, so you count yourself fucking lucky. Um, having said that, I don't know. If we live in a world where folk are stupid enough to buy a digital hat for 80p, then... Maybe it's I've hard, been harder to blame publishers for taking there. that ATP. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. The cosmetics thing, It's. I find it annoying more than a hindrance um, because I find that it's all well and good having, uh, having it as only cosmetic and therefore not affecting gameplay allegedly. But then you'll have some sort of XP leveling mechanic in the game, which is tailored towards that sort of free-to-play marketplace, and that can affect the game, and that can affect your progression, and and whether you feel like you're getting your money's worth as someone who's just bought the fucking game and wants to play it. So yeah. that's the thing now. Obviously, like everyone's putting free-to-play marketplaces in their games, and having pushed too hard with loot boxes, they're sort of going, look how brilliant we are. But actually, they've jumped two steps forward and one step back, and they're still fucking you. They're just, it doesn't feel like they're fucking you as hard because they were fucking you harder before, and then they got in trouble. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, in other Black Ops news, folk are still moaning about the Nine Bang, which is like an extremely powerful flashbang that is the scourge of the online multiplayer at the moment. Um, it's been nerfed twice in patches by Treyarch. <laughs> People are still moaning about it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's stemmed a, uh, a series of pretty fucking funny memes of nice. people getting flashbanged and popping up in like different games and stuff. One I saw the other day, which was pretty good, was <laughs> someone uh, they they <laughs> stuck this thing together. Someone gets like flashbangs in Black Ops Four. And it, you know, you get all the it fades to white and everything, and when it comes back, they're in Black Ops One, <laughs> like flash banged back to the original game. Nice, no, classic. It's like that um, that GTA one where um, they're on the beach with like the DeLorean with the with the mod of the DeLorean, uh, and then, then they hit like eighty eight or whatever, and the sparks come out, and then they uh, 
come back in there in like GTA San Andreas or something like that in the <laughs> yeah. DeLorean. I love shit like that. Oh, man. I have to say, by the way, uh, talking about going back to previous games, um, I am pretty sure I'm going to play through the whole of the original Red Dead. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. The original Red Dead Redemption, buddy, not Red Dead Revolver. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Um, because I really want to play that now. Um now that I'm familiar with all these characters and this being a prequel, uh, I want to play the next one and see what happens. So um, yeah, buddy, get it done. I mean, it, that thing never goes down in price. It's normally around about nine, ten quid disc version, even pre-owned. Can you get it on PS4? Uh, I don't think you can. I mean, I'm talking about 360. Right, uh, I'll get it on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you can get it on. PS4. I think it's on PS Now. Uh, PS. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, PS Now. But um, PS Now. Yeah. Either way, I'll you wait until I've got an Xbox. You've probably got like a month free subscription you could use. Just fucking use that, mate. That do you? It's not a bad shout. Yeah, no, if I look in that. Um, so yeah, this this flashbang um, is still the bone of contention. Treyarch has now removed it from Blackout completely. Um, I wouldn't be that surprised if they removed it from the game completely in the coming weeks, but we shall see. Yeah. Uh, next, Rockstar settles lawsuit against TrustedReviews.com. Um, the site posted uh, the original leak of the Red Dead Redemption 2 back in February, um, a leaked document um, with lots of information that was accurate um, and some that wasn't, um, but almost all of it was. Um, Rockstar and Take-Two at the time threatened legal action. Um, I don't understand this, really. I don't understand any of this, but yeah. Take-Two released a statement saying that they would take they take security very seriously, which seems ridiculous, seeing as they're not that serious as, you know, a confidential document yeah, was leaked to the game's continent. media. Um, also, it's rumoured that the, the document arrived at lots of different games publications, um, all of which decided that they would, I don't know, too scared... Or sensible, I don't know how yeah. you see this, but they oh, decided not to do anything with it. Um, so, yeah, basically what's happened here is a document from Rockstar has been leaked. Uh, a, a alleged news publication in Trusted Reviews, and I think I'm being generous there, um, have reported <laughs> on it. And Rockstar and Take-Two have taken legal action. I don't know what under what grounds. I do, yeah, I don't understand um, how. So this this seems to me as though there there wasn't a case here, and, and it's one of those. And obviously, our friend of the podcast, uh, the Octo Pizzle, will probably be able to um, clarify this for us. But it seems to me that basically, Take Two have just taken action here, knowing that if the whole thing went through a massive, lengthy legal battle, that they would probably lose. But they've got all the money on Earth, so they don't care. So they've gone for it anyway, and trusted reviews have. Yielded essentially, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah. Trusted Reviews is a UK site, and as I understand it, they could have challenged the suit with like a, a public interest defense. Um, because essentially, this is fucking video games, and it seems baffling to me that a court would uphold like a, a any sort of like I don't know, like it's not confidential, is it? It's it's details about a fucking video game. Um, yeah, that were leaked by the business themselves or people within it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Take Two has an unlimited amount of money. They would have arbitrarily fought this indefinitely. Um, so Trusted Reviews bailed on the thing. So they've thrown their weight around like a fucking playground bully. Of course they have. Yeah. 
Having said that, though, uh, and this isn't being widely reported, but I've done a little digging myself, buddy, almost Ooh. like a journalist, but... Journalist, yeah. Actually, someone just drinking Cronenberg on their sofa at half two in the afternoon on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, trusted reviews. Uh, a lot of people have been like, oh, trusted reviews, poor little guy. They couldn't fight it and so on. They're only a little company. They're not a little company. Um, they were a little company, but they are actually now owned by TI Media which is the British wing of Time Media, as in Time Magazine, which is owned by the Meredith Corporation, which is the largest magazine company in the world. Their annual turnover last year was $16 billion. So they could have fought it if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, obviously decided decided not to. Um, so the result of all of this take 2 instructed the 1 million pound legal settlement be paid to a selection of charities to try and take the edge off the fact that they've just stifled one of the rare occasions a games journalist actually did some journalizing yeah um so yeah there you go uh, <laughs> i don't know what you make of all of this yeah and baffling it's basically what the whole of the games media is in the pocket of the publishers because they're funded by the publishers through ad, ad revenue um, yeah, of course they are. And need the publishers to play ball with review events, early access to games, and so on. Um, the, the publishers and developers have the games media over a barrel. Um, and as such, like everything you read is probably either biased or has been influenced by some higher power inside or outside the publication. So they're constantly making sure the line's towed. And it's just games media is just like another wing of advertising for a lot of these uh, video games. That's how it kind of feels to me. Yeah, it clearly is, isn't it? I mean, they're the ones putting out all the reviews and stuff like that, and yeah, that's an advertisement in itself, really. And then you've got all the add-ons and stuff like that, like through YouTube and God knows how many different outlets now. Um, so if anything, there's they, they've got their hands in more pockets or fingers in more pies than they used to back in the day when it was just literally a games magazine yeah i think there's an inherent problem as well with the fact that there isn't actually enough news like if you were treating a, your games website like a proper news publication where you're actually going to be doing proper journalism mm-hmm. there isn't there isn't enough no, there aren't enough stories so. each week to post stuff each day, but you have to post stuff each day because you need ad revenue to survive. So, yeah. inevitably, ninety percent of your content's therefore going to be puff pieces, opinion pieces, and yeah. essentially fucking glorified adverts. So, the Love only way it. you can really win is by posting like a weekly blog, and then how are you going to monetize that in any way, shape, or form? So, yeah, I don't know, mate. I'm trying. He's having a go. <laughs> it's all fucked. It's all fucked. But uh, yeah, that was that was that's pretty horrible, and I think that's going to have put the uh, put the wind up a lot of games media as well. Like even uh, games media that has traditionally maybe over like gone over the line. That like Eurogamer have leaked stuff before, and and Kotaku and so on. Everyone's going to be shitting themselves now. With Take yeah, Two having done this and Trusted Review have done the media no favours whatsoever in just fucking forfeiting. Uh, the like the that. only way that I can see is to do it is leak it under some sort of uh, alias in some random like Reddit thing and yeah, then and then quote report that. on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because exactly. then yeah. then you 
you're safe because you're not the one reporting it. It's come from an unknown source, yeah. buddy. Yeah, it's true. A very reliable unknown source or, it or seems, whatever. It you know, seems part it of Take Two's alleged case, and by case I mean fucking shambles against trusted reviews, was that they were trying to suggest that they, it shouldn't have been published because it hadn't been verified. Um, which sure. is ridiculous as well. That's retarded. Um, like, it's all bollocks. Journalism, it's all... It's, it, it is what it is. It's all I bollocks. Mean, I mean, it's there for. some charities have got some money, and that is the only good thing about this whole story. Yeah, the whole so. rest of it just fucking stinks to high heaven. So uh, Yeah, of course it does. Go. We shall move on, buddy. Um, Givens. To something similarly annoying, but not quite as important. Civ 6 is releasing on Switch on the 16th of November, and it does not have any online multiplayer. Um, Brilliant. So, this hasn't been reported. I think they were just going to fucking keep shtum about this. But it went onto the store page and said players 1 to 4 and didn't have the yeah. online features. And someone spotted that, uh, at which point 2K verified their publishing um, on the Switch. Verified that it won't it won't have it. But there's been no press release saying that it's not going to have online. I guess they just thought everyone would, hopefully everyone would just buy it and fuck them. Um, still, isn't it brilliant that they've got it to run on the Switch, buddy? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well done. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Such an that. achievement. Uh, Destiny 2 is free on PC till the 18th of November. Yeah. You can pick that oh, up. At the moment as well, uh, PUBG's free on Xbox One. It uh, certainly is. Windows, um, I think, on the Xbox Store. And also, if you have uh, Xbox gold i think pez 2019 is free at the moment as well yeah that's that's a glitch or something apparently um, okay but it is still still the case at the moment um the pub g1 thanks very much for that by the way uh, i've added You're that welcome, to my uh, yeah. xbox I've, so i had that away as well so hello yeah and uh strongly rumored to be launching on ps4 in december PUBG. indeed which would make sense because it's been how long now a year just over a whole year, year? Yeah. yeah exactly so yeah, kind of so saw that, that coming. <laughs> uh, Blizzard is remastering Warcraft Three. It will launch next year. It will be called <laughs> Warcraft Three Reforged, awesome. PC only. Um, so that's the good bit of news from Blizzard this week. Uh, that went well for them. That announcement. Uh, the thing that didn't go well for them <laughs> yeah. was ending BlizzCon. Uh, their presentation at BlizzCon with uh, a lot of people thinking that they were going to renounce Diablo Four. And they actually announced Diablo, um, the mobile game, <laughs> which which pissed off the whole community. And uh, there's a wonderful clip of a q and A Q&A session with the the, the yeah. like the the big wigs at Blizzard on the stage and the, the head developer and so on. And this guy was just like, "Is this like a really poorly um, timed April Fool's joke?" He actually said that in front of everyone on the live stream to and the dudes were just like uh, uh, no no this no. is no this is going to be really good uh yeah so um, yeah the, and then what was the other thing is like uh he was stumbling and he was like well everyone's got a phone <laughs> yeah. and i was just like wow well it's kind of like well yeah everyone yeah do, do that like i saw a fucking meme on reddit it's like everyone's got an ass doesn't mean you like anal though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no the, the, this this was terrible like it got such bad reactions and then there was all like a hoo-ha about 
and the video had like 300,000 down votes or something and then the next second it only had like 200,000 or something like that it was it was crazy there's all kinds of shit kicking off about this is absolutely fucking retarded and yeah blizzard just did did not do a good job um i mean that they know what their audience is like how could they not know that this was going to be a bad idea it's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. The other problem is that it looks like they farmed the project. This is Diablo Immortal is the name of the game, and it looks like they farmed it out to an Asian development team who have just have. reskinned an existing mobile game that's that's synonymous. Yeah. So it's it, even better. Uh, we haven't played this. Maybe it's great. Uh, I actually saw. A, I doubt it. I saw a little <laughs> piece on Eurogamer the other day saying that actually they they thought it was quite good. Um, okay. But yeah, you don't end your biggest no. community event of the year with a, a selection of diehard fans and then tell them that you're releasing a fucking mobile game because Give there's them. a stigma with mobile games. It doesn't matter what it is. It's not going to go well for you. So, yeah, no. that's pretty embarrassing. There's been a lot of fuck-ups from publishers this week. Here's another one um, to finish <laughs> things off for me, buddy. Uh, the Just Dance series, which I, I don't know how much people realize that brings in for ubisoft uh it's it's massive this game and because it's essentially a selection of videos it's they're still releasing this thing for like the wii and like it comes out on like ps2 and shit like this this thing comes out on every platform and it's a real money maker um but one of the things where they are kind of aware of their audience in the past is that they've always had this kid mode i think it's literally called kid mode um, yeah. which, their words, designed to deliver a safe space for kids to have fun and enjoy dancing. Um, so Just Dance 2019, uh, we announced... Oh, we didn't announce, we uh, mentioned, was coming out a couple of weeks ago. Um, and in its North American release, at least, Kid Mode has not been separated from the... The base game songs haven't been separated from the DLC songs in the sort of playlist of Kid Mode and the song finder. So this basically means that there's been kids just constantly spammed with, like, fucking subscribe to the service, buy requests, like, all <laughs> the time. Yeah. yeah. So sort of well net mums have kind of taken to Reddit in, like, complaint here, and Ubisoft have apologised. They're patching it out. Actually wasn't doing it in the UK version. Um, oh, weird. I don't know just why. One. But don't know. I think Very it's strange. probably just, just the case of someone's... I don't know exactly how it works, but I feel like someone's just tagged those songs wrong, and that's why they're popping up where they shouldn't. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, it's just kind of embarrassing for Ubisoft that there's like this this woman was mentioning her, her six year olds playing on, on on there, and it just keeps coming up asking this six year old to fucking subscribe to the subscribe Just Dance now. service. Bye now, bye, yeah. bye, 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 me. Yeah, so there you go. Bit of a pasting for a lot of publishers this week. Oh, they've done good there, buddy. Gibbons. And that's all my news, buddy, so I think it's probably time to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well, and that, of course, is Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Cheers, buddy. Only uh, two things on the list, and they're both massively retarded. Uh, Going back to (laughs) BlizzCon... Um, yeah, they're they're releasing a cereal, an Overwatch themed cereal called Lucio O's. There you go. It's uh, going to be available in the states. It's Lovely, got Lucio on it. They're probably like circles. I don't know O's in it. 
There yeah. you go. Okay. That's what I want. And yeah. then finally, buddy, this week, um, I noticed this on Eurogamer. Uh, a fire-breathing Spyro drone is flying across America to deliver a copy of Spyro Reignited Trilogy to Snoop Dogg. Of course. So this started off as um, the Snoop Dogg uh, tweeted or sent a tweet out um, saying, yo, my little nephew Spyro the Dragon looking straight. Uh, bring me that new Spyro Reignited trilogy. And so obviously they were like, oh, let's get on this bandwagon with Snoop Dogg. And he um, said on, on its way. And there's like a live tracking website. You can see where it is. It's like stopped off and set some things on fire because this thing breathes fire you know <laughs> like it does um and there you go that's fucking retarded um you're welcome that's the world we live in yeah it is enjoy yeah yeah so there you go buddy there's my stupid news this week buddy I hope well, thanks you so much it. buddy i did enjoy that that was your news before that was my news buddy and uh, of course that was the news and now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out this week. Probably filled with microtransactions. The crazy pay to win mechanics. Because fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Fuck you Buy our shit. That's out this week, buddy. We got some stuff out this week. Um, got some things out this week. One of them being Spyro Reignited Trilogy. That's on its way to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and uh, and my console as well, I'd imagine, because the missus is quite insistent here. This was one of her favourite games. Enjoy that. We've got another Crash Bandicoot going on. Um, I can see. But hey, what can I do? It's It's fine. I've got... I've got a missus who not only lets me play games all the time, but often plays them with me. So that's true. If she wants you know. one game or two games a year, then rude not to. So well, uh, yeah, be picking that you up. Could say no though. Be I like, could, why? could say why? no. Probably won't go down especially well when she's our <laughs> own only source of income at the moment. But well, uh, yeah, I could give it a go. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, SNK 40th <laughs> anniversary collection arrives on Switch. If you care about that, it's 40 years old. It's 40th anniversary collection. Um, Fallout 76 arrives on PS4, Xbox One and PC on the 14th of November, at which point people won't be flying around like retards, I guess. Maybe. Um, yeah. Underworld Ascendant arrives on PC. This is kind of a big deal. Um, this is from the developer behind Thief, System Shock, the original System Shock. Worked on loads of stuff. Um, and this is a first-person RPG sequel to the 1994 game um, and it looks cool it looks really nice. quite cool so it's probably one to look at I, I, did, I didn't play the 1994 game it was um, <laughs> Ultima Ascendant I think it was and this is the sequel uh, or Ultima Underworld old selection of games but yeah uh, War Inspector and Paul Neureth the creative minds behind Ultima Underworld series as well as as I said, Thief the Dark Project, which was a banger, and lots of other good stuff as well. So worth a look. Underworld Ascendant. That's out this week. We've also oh, got... Was it a... Oh, okay. Was it a Kickstarter game? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Rem- I don't remember um, hearing about it. If it was, literally, but... just punched into Google, and the first things come up is the Kickstarter page. Oh, okay, I was just I was on YouTube, so I wasn't really looking at uh, stuff about it there. It raised eight hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, it, it seemed unlikely that uh, it would be a normal release if it was a sequel to a game from nineteen ninety four. So yeah, yeah, fair point. Ah, looks cool though. Yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, yes. Pikachu and Eevee editions both out this week on the Switch, buddy. Um, is that going to be a Christmas present for the kids? That one. I'll be getting that day one. You're just going to pick it up. Son. No problem. Fine. Pick it up. <laughs> um, there's, we've also got Civ Six coming to the Switch, buddy. Uh, isn't yes. it amazing that they got it running on there? Um, if you like online multiplayer, then I don't know why you have a Switch, but uh, there we are. Um, <laughs> and finally, uh, once again, uh, Hitman Two is out this week. Uh, it was apparently it was the Gold Edition that launched last week, buddies. So very oh, sorry. Classic. Yeah, I only reported on one of the game's release dates rather than both of them. Um, so yeah, Baz. Hitman 2 is actually out this week. I want that game. I want that game. Uh, and that's out this week. Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter or at justforgamers.co.uk. Now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. Street the JFG Street Beat. Mmm, Street Beat. We want to know. Get on the show. Get on the show. No cunts got on the show, buddy, because normally we get our messages in this afternoon, this early evening time from the Octo Pizzle and friend of the podcast, Paul, and so on. And it's the afternoon here, so we'll have to save whatever they come up with for next time round. But we do have uh, a competition winner from our competition, competition. that's been running, um, and news on our latest competition that's just kicked off and is running at the moment. So, uh, firstly, uh, congratulations to uh, Victor Rizkov. Nice, nailed it, I think. Victor Rizkov, uh, who has won a copy of Staxel. Um, your Steam key will be winging its way over to you shortly. Um, congratulations. Uh, we had a fair few entries, didn't we, on this one as well? Yeah, I've, I've knocked them down to like every two weeks we're, we're doing a new competition now. But yeah, we're, they're coming in thick and fast. Uh, I think we've got like over like 100 followers on Twitch now. I think nearly on Twitter we're nearly up to like 200. So it's doing the job, buddy. We're getting the numbers in and hopefully then people will be like, oh, there's people... To, like listening to these guys, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, as but soon hey. as you're in your new place as well, we can start doing the live streams again for the for the actual podcast. Yeah. And um, fucking looking forward to that again. Do some more streaming of the games. We stream a lot of Red Dead Online, I believe. That's probably going to happen. I would say. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to happen, buddy. It's Absolutely be sweet. Uh, and yeah, we've got an, as I said, we're a new competition running now. Uh, if you want a copy of Little Nightmares then um, head over to the, the jfgpodcast.co.uk 
and uh, you'll find a link down the bottom there to uh, to the latest competition, and you can enter it Gibbons. on Old Gleam. So, um, yeah, thanks so much to everyone who's entered, especially those who entered who actually listen. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, get on that, buddies, for more free games. And obviously, as usual, a massive thank you to friend of the podcast, JJ, for uh, <laughs> continuing all of to forget codes. to cancel his humble bundle and yeah. therefore bombarding us with Steam codes, which we can... I feel like he's... he's- uh, I think the last time he said something, he's paused it now, so oh, we might run out at some point. But I, I feel like we'd be all right. He'll he'll un- he'll unpause that at some point, and we'll get. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. I nearly picked up the uh, PS4 one um, the other day. I think it was like twelve quid, and I was like, ooh. But they were really shit games. So I was like, ah, there's no point. Yeah, we're, we're working terrible, out. There's plenty of games. there's plenty of ways to get codes and stuff, and and little sub yeah. sub bundles and stuff we can do. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going nice. Good stuff. Gibbons. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 188 of the JFG podcast. The time is two minutes to three on a Wednesday afternoon. It is horrible outside. Yeah, still raining. Yeah, not very nice. Horrible stuff. Um, I I, I would normally at this point say, what are we playing now? But I'd imagine that's not on the table (laughs) you were playing. Games throughout yeah. the afternoon. Kids will be back soon. <laughs> Got to deal with that. Lots of fun. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my evening tonight, buddy. Probably I'll play some games. Don't mm. know about you. Oh, maybe. Yeah, a bit of Need for Speed, perhaps. I'll do that with you. That sounds like a plan. We need to get through those uh, Outlaw missions. We do need to get through the Outlaw ones. It's <sighs> a good game, that. Very good game. Fucking cool. Right, I'm, well, I'm going to go and play some uh, VR, I think. Have fun, buddy. Yeah. I'm gonna, I don't know, get some dinners ready for the kids. Fucking awesome. There you go. Exciting times. You Gibbons. Uh, well, thanks so much for <laughs> listening, everyone. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, probably not in the afternoon, but we will be back. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you then. Until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. <laughs> You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to Twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to Mixer.com, aka Beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG Podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Ich bin der Rest.